good day, good afternoon, good night. How you doing? This is MCM and you're listening to You're Probably Right. Today we are going to have a serious conversation. Well, maybe not a serious conversation, but there's going to be a serious talk happening here. Now, of course, I'm only doing the talking, but just stay tuned. Yo, all right. How you doing? This is You're Probably Right, and I am your host, MCM. (laughs) Okay, everything's off a little bit here. I'm trying to get my wires to not be rubbing on my arm and (laughs) see if I can pull this. Okay, hopefully the microphone's close enough. I feel a little lag, a little latency, which is always a little annoying, so I might click that off so I don't have to sit there listening to myself so I sound way better now to me anyways and I guess that's what kind of matters at this point okay um we're gonna talk about a couple things here y'all and uh, let's see how it goes but first (laughs) but first you know what I kind of wondered and you know to make my uh podcast by the way if you know you're wondering you're out there you say you know what i think i want to start a podcast as well um what i do which (laughs) i don't even know if it was true but i used to watch this show called seinfeld if you ever heard of that show (laughs) and um obviously you heard of it well most of you probably heard of it um but i remember jerry turning over sometimes and writing down some some random nonsense on a notepad and then trying to decipher or figure out what he meant at three o'clock in the morning when he wrote down whatever it is he wrote down but um from that and i think i've probably heard other people say they do it too as soon as they get an idea they write it down and i started doing that a little while ago um for songs sometimes i would i would get lyrics i would just start singing and i would get these lyrics that um just sounded cool and I could just sing for a good 10 15 minutes maybe even of like throwing different lyrics in there keeping the same um, chorus and everything like that and you know sometimes it'd be like you know walking in the rain and I have to have a I happen to be taking a long walk home or something like that and everything just sounds amazing it's like man I wish I had a notepad or something to put this into but the one thing I will say for the iPhone or any other smartphone, I suppose, is that you can just pull it open and just either you can speak it right into it or you can um, text it right in there and just leave it in your notepad for later. So basically, that's what I do with my podcast. I have these thoughts. Um, you know, it could be me watching TV or just um, experiencing situations or having some type of a interaction with another person and you know, it, it kind of, you know, something that really like weighs on you to think about a little bit or to express or to share with others. And, you know, that's generally how my podcast um, starts. You know, each episode is it's like I have something on my mind <clears throat> and I write it down. I jot it down whenever there's a nice, interesting conversation or an interesting thought. And then, you know, it goes from there. So speaking about that. I will also say that welcome to my podcast. This is you're probably right, as I already said before, but I didn't say you're welcome in my house anytime, figuratively speaking, of course. Okay, 
So, <laughs> and I would like to uh, shout out to my first time listeners, my last time listeners, to everybody in between and those who are just peeking in the doorway, trying to see what's going on inside there and come on in. <laughs> Stay for a while. That was my speaker who made that weird noise just now. Um, cool. You know, so this is what my first thing I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> You know, I always, what always interested me with people, you know, one thing, I guess, even as a small kid, were the people who liked the bad guys, like in the cartoons and movies and stuff like that, you know, and this actually brings me to my bigger um, topic. It's just like, and, and I'm going to give you some examples and it's just a list here and it happens to be on dailysuperhero.com or dailysuperheroes.com. I like to give my shout outs or my respect to the websites, even if, you know, I don't really do much on the website, but the fact that I'm using somebody compiled this list of 50 characters that people like, I figure there's no, it wouldn't be cool if some, you know, just to give the person their respect, you know, they, somebody spent hours on this list, obviously, maybe more. Um, so number one, Freddy Krueger. Uh, you know, for people who, you know, grew up, you know, in the 80s or was a teenager in the 80s, remember Freddy Cougar a lot. And those movies were creepy. But um, it, it was interesting how many people liked Freddy Krueger. Um, he didn't do nothing else but torturize, ter- ter- torturize, torture and terrorize people. Torturize? Yeah, I made up a new word. Um people in their sleep and then sometimes they would get right into reality and then it seems like when they thought they were in reality they're sleeping and he would fix their business basically um thanos um mike myers from the halloween movies um the joker and i guess most recently the one played by heath ledger definitely a bad guy definitely sadistic i remember that pencil incident situation in that movie um darth vader the terminator i'm just gonna i'll give you maybe i'll give you a few of them um hannibal lecter and sorry if you don't know these movies um that these characters are from but i mean you can always google them it's very simple just type it in some people like loki from the marvel um movies jason Voorhees, i guess his name was in friday the 13th movies maleficent (laughs) maleficent Maleficent, Maleficent, I, I can't even, Maleficent, um, and I, I didn't watch that movie, Norman Bates, Pinhead, General Zod, Superman, Pennywise, Chucky, Magneto, the Predator, anyhow, it goes on and on and on, but anyways, the whole thing, what the, it was just like a really interesting to me, because as a kid, for me, you know, thinking about it, I never <laughs> cared anything for the the bad guys, but I always noticed there was certain people, certain people would literally say, you know, I watched these movies for the bad guy, like, like they were, like that was their hero in the movie, and it just never seemed... I don't know if it's, you know, the Christian belief system, the religion, the the loving manner that 
um, I was taught that you're supposed to have for people. So just the fact that all of these characters that I've just read off and more were just um, out for blood, you know, for lack of a better um, term, you know, Shere Khan from <laughs> from the Jungle Book or Jack Torrance from um, The Shining. And I think it was The Shining Jack Torrance was from. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, and, and the list goes on and on. Even even Bruce, the shark from from Jaws, you know, but for some reason, it's like they literally people, you know, how you would watch them or most of us would watch the movie to see the, the the good guy overcome. And it's not that you didn't want there to be some type of a conflict or some type of a character that, you know, represented evil and it, if anything, you you wanted to go and see that, but part of the reason why you wanted to see that was to see the good guy overcome, or you know, where it gets close to the edge. But I also know people who were literally watching those close to the edge movies to see um, the good guy get demolished, and that was one thing that you know I never really, really, really <laughs> understood. I mean. I guess this would have been a good chance for me to actually speak to somebody about that, but I don't know very many people who um, were like that. But if you were, you got to ask yourself, why was I generally rooting for the bad guys in those superhero movies or in, you know, random dramas or horror movies or whatever it is or action flicks, you know? So that brought me on to something else. I had a conversation with my uncle this past week. I haven't talked to him for very, very much at all, to tell you the truth, in the last years. Um, I have a love for him. Um, he's my my uncle, and I mean, there used to be some type of a family resemblance. It's funny how you sometimes either can't stand family members who look like you a little bit or a lot or vice versa. Um, that wasn't my point in saying that, but I just, you know, because we don't look that much alike at all, really. But um you know, growing up, you know, you have different issues and it's funny how we all have different perceptions in our lives. We sometimes think that, you know, like I can tell you, I grew up thinking that, you know, I'm growing up like it's like the Clasby's. It's like Brady Bunch. It's, you know, my three sons, everything's cool. Everybody loves each other. And, you know, we're all working for one good. And I think, you know, times growing up, you know, I'm a 70s baby, but an 80s kid. Um, it really did in the family, in my family anyway, genuinely seem that we were all pulling in the same directions. And if not for um, some types of, you know, adversity and bad situations, everything would have always been normal. But you realize it's not always like that. And you grow up and as you even, you know, have your own kids and stuff like that. And you realize that perception is <laughs> perception is a serious thing. Because you'll raise your kids and think that you provided the most or you 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 believe that you checked in the most. And there's no way that your kid could have been bullied or abused. And then you find out. Not only were your kids bullied or abused, but somehow you had a part to play in that. And I'm telling you, not that, you know, any of my kids have said that I've abused them, but you, when you find out, like I can say this, that I've like been a party to 
them not maybe being able to be the best version of themselves because of something that I did or something that I lacked to do. And you realize as a parent how unqualified in some situations you were just because of who you were. And, you know, it all kinds of goes back. What were your parents like? What kind of time did you have with your children? How much extra time in the evenings did you have for your children? Were you working two jobs and just trying to balance? Were your kids latchkey kids? Were, um, you know, then, then there's the whole thing was each child is different. So what would work for, say, your son or your daughter doesn't necessarily work for the others. You, you understand? It's, it, it's really, really, really interesting. And um, I just wanted to get into that <clears throat> a little bit. But, um, you know... It, it's just it's just so interesting you know we grow up and it's like are we good you know someone once said i can't remember who said it um actually i'll read a um i'll read a little uh thing here actually i won't tell you who said it but you know it's like i remember something you know well you know um people are inherently good you know i don't think so but um, in that conversation with my uncle, you know, this week, I said to him, I, I, you know, he said, did I ever do anything to you? He said that, you know, only certain people from the family came around, a certain, a certain one of my siblings. And I was like, yeah. And and I said, yeah, I used to sometimes like he seemed like if something was wrong, he, you know, he stated that he assumed that everything was cool and he doesn't remember if I did anything, he doesn't remember me doing anything to him or he, him doing anything to me. But it's like, the funny thing is with life is you just don't know or what you think is nothing could have been the world. So like what I could say was, you know, I, as a kid, I was kind of dejected. Like what happened was I grew up and sorry if I'm rambling guys, but <laughs> I guess anytime the, the emotions or the understanding or you got a lot to say, and I guess I'm speaking about me anytime I have a lot to say or anytime it's a little bit emotional for me, then I start speaking quicker. And then I'm really here wondering if anybody's even getting what I'm saying. But um, <clears throat> when I was growing up, I was the youngest of my family. And when my cousins came from England with their mother, I was, again, younger than everybody in that family. So I was like it was like a big, huge posse <laughs> my uncle and I had, there was a cousin at one point and there was a bunch of us in there and I was the youngest so funny enough everybody was there so there was the four of my me and my three siblings my two parents my uncle and then my aunt and at least four of her kids were all in this house for extended periods of time like over the years and then whatever family members or church members would drop in and hang out or sleep over for a weekend or here or there, whatever it is. But I was surrounded by so many people. And then what happened was, is that these people slowly went about their business, uh, you know, and, and as people should. But remember, when you're three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and people are moving away after living with you for two years, it's like a piece of you goes away, especially when you know, these people make you feel like they care about you and stuff like that. And people go off to their, do their lives. Like somebody may go off and get married or someone may go off and buy a house and they have to move far away for them to be able to afford that house. But as a kid, all you see is them moving away. Or um, <clears throat> sometimes, you know, these people were in 
um, into certain things and you try to get into it because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm part of your tribe. I'm part of your family. And, you know, I want to do that too, whatever it is. And sometimes you get left by the wayside because, you know, people are just living their lives. It's not that they're trying to offend you, little guy, <laughs> but, um, you know, you don't understand these things and you move on. And sometimes you move on with animosity or hurt for people who supposedly hurt you, but you don't even know really why or there's no real legitimate reason why is the best thing because you probably do know why <clears throat> and um so yeah I, I did actually explain that and then i got into saying to him you know i was talking about a situation in a serious situation in the family and i said that you know i'm not good you know so I understand if people feel this way and that way, you know, I'm not good. And he, he, he repeat and he said, he says, you're not good. And I said, no, I'm not good. I'm sweet because I, I guess I had to add a little something to it. And I'm not even sure if I was fully thinking it through. But then I, I like the sound of that, you know, and it's funny when you go back to um, it was my last episode and I was talking about the the big five assessment. And that was like your openness, your agreeableness. And, um, you know, the, the other aspects to psychology of, of people to figure out, um, the different aspects of a person and even to figure out why you have this different issues this way and that way. And I said, yeah, I said, I said, you know, I'm not good. I'm not a good person. Cause you know, you know, your thoughts, you know, yourself better than anybody could possibly know you. And I said, I'm sweet, as I said, and the conversation kind of chucked off into another um, area, but I never really got back talking about it until when I was talking to um, someone today. And that was my, my youngest son. And I said, you know, I, I'm not good. You know, I, I, and I wonder if you understand what that means. And he wasn't really sure what I meant, but, you know, sometimes people say, you know, people are good. You know, I believe people are good and they mean the best and blah, 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 blah. But I said, no, I said, I'm not good. And I, it would be nice if I had had the conversation on mic, cause then you would totally get it. But, um, it's like an apple, right? An apple is good. It's, it, it can taste good. Sometimes it doesn't. But there's um, vitamins and minerals, there's um, fiber and, you know, it's good for your system. You get the vitamins out of it, you get the water out of it, you get the taste out of it. So, you know, it's good. And then I said, you know, I'm definitely not an apple. You know, I'm like, if, you, if you're looking about goodness, I said, I'm, I'm sweet though. So then when I said, I said, because, you know, you still didn't really get it, young guy, and maybe old person, older person would have the same situation. I said, what do we know in this world that's sweet? And he's right off the bat, you know, 11 year old, whatever. He says, candy. I said, exactly. So does candy taste good? Yep. It's sweet. Yep. Is it good for you? No. <laughs> And then right off the bat, because this kid's good when it comes to getting nuance, he got it right there. Like there was pretty much nothing else left to be said, but you understand, hopefully listeners, 
it's candy is sweet and i as a person i would say yes i will i will open the door for you i'll hold the door open for you i'll say please and thank you if you have a question i'll try to um answer it um i'll have a discussion and try to help you hash out a situation if you need me to lift you up out of the snow or if you need me to move a piece of furniture whatever it is like i'm gonna do those things but when i say good i'm more talking about inside your thought processes and the different things that happen inside of you that nobody knows about. But people say, you know, people are good. Okay, I'm gonna get back to that in a second. <clears throat> but um, so getting into it a little bit more, I guess. Let's see. I, I think of my own sins as a child. And I realize that nobody taught me to do evil. Now, Yes, if somebody taught you how to shoot a gun at a person or stab a person or punch a person in the face or exactly how to do a roundhouse to the head to somebody. Yeah, you were taught the art or the technique of doing a certain exploit in a certain martial art or fighting, you know, some type of a pugilistic um, fashion. But who gives you the rage? Who gives you the anger? Who teaches you how to lie? You understand? It's different. So, you know, thinking about that, I, I look to my own, my youth and things that I'm not proud of. You know, I say to you, what's in your closet? Or what's in your wallet? <laughs> you know, uh, I look you know, and, and I look to that scripture that says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And people say, well, what is sin? Or does sinning make you good or bad or whatever? But yes, this the word sin, it really refers to the term of missing the mark. And we all miss the mark. But as I said, beyond that, it's think about you as a child when you thought you were going to get in trouble and you could figure out how to weasel your way out of it because you didn't want to get in trouble you didn't want to get um spanking or you didn't want to get grounded or you didn't want to get shout uh, shouted at like I, I obviously know there are exceptions to every rule some people will say you know i never lie just tell it like it is but like, i don't care what's gonna happen well there's probably something on the other side that's wrong with you but i can tell you the average person already has a, and i'm not saying anything's worse than anybody else but the bottom the point is is that most people will lie to get out of a punch in the eye or or spanks with a belt or a parent screaming at them or a grounding or a you can't go to recess or do you understand like most kids just have that inside of them and it's the same reason why as a two-year-old you know they call it what they what do they call it when you're two and you're you're rolling around in the in the <laughs> in the mall on the floor um screaming and having a tantrum they call it the terrible twos it's in us nobody teaches that and that's why when you look at the scripture and it says for all have sinned we all have those things in us and obviously as we become more intelligent more mature those things are still going to be in us we'll just be a little bit more 
um, technical, technically savvy <laughs> in how we express our, our anger. We may not roll around on the, the, the floor at the mall, or we may not lash out and <laughs> just hit anybody at any time. Think about a kid who's angry. Two-year-old will slap. It doesn't matter if you look like um, the Incredible Hulk <laughs> or if you look like Bambi. You're, a two-year-old anger will swat anybody. Whereas, obviously, when you get older, you realize, ah, I may not want to hit the big bodybuilder guy because he might pound the life out of me. Do you understand? Um, so I just believe that stuff's in us. But yeah, the sweetness is there. Like the candy tastes amazing. You know, it was so nice for you to boost that person's car that was stuck in the the mall um, parking lot or it was so nice of you to carry the bags across the street for the old lady but you know the guy who just carried the bags uh across for the old lady might have just stabbed somebody in the <laughs> in in the alleyway and just happened to like that the fact that this person was the same culture that was like, sure i'll help you do this but they just did something evil on the other side or they just have an evil intent or maybe as I was speaking about the old lady, maybe the person was actually thinking of robbing the old lady, but for some reason said, you know what, I'm going to get somebody else because the lady said hi and didn't ignore me like the rest of the people in society seem to. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're sitting inside um, a classroom or in a church and you're supposed to be focusing on the music, but all of a sudden your mind goes and drifts off somewhere else into some kind of an evil thing and you have to pull yourself back and say no why am i thinking about lying about my work tomorrow because i'm not feeling good right now and i think i want to have another day off because of do you understand like the different things that trail you know you know you so yeah i'm speaking exactly to you <laughs> you know your mind you know how your mind wanders you know the thing you know the things that you've thought of saying or the things that you would never say but bounce around in your head you know and the best example i always say yeah take it back to when you're young because that was the time when you were the most innocent you didn't know a thing about this world or the little things that you knew couldn't compare now i understand as we get older and we learn more the realize the less we actually know but you know what I mean. Back when you couldn't drive a car, you could barely tie your shoelace or put your pants on like those times. <laughs> and think about the little evil, wicked things that you either thought about or did. And when I bring it to myself, I think about stealing money out of my dad's wallet in his in his um in the closet. I think I grabbed a two dollars or a five dollar. I think I maybe went up to even a five dollars there might have been a few hundred in there a bunch of and you know i know if i'm gonna ask for money for it's a, it's really a dumb thing for me when i think about it because back then you know i would you know a bag of chips is 35 cents or a pop is 25 cents so i could definitely get what i wanted from what he would normally give me but for some reason it's like i didn't want to ask i just took i just like well pfft. I could get over the awkwardness of saying, dad, do you have 25 cents? I could just go grab the wall and just pluck it out of there. Then he doesn't have to turn <laughs> uh, my dad um, as I think about him. And 
remember, I'm talking about my dad, who I love. So, like, I, I know some people are probably thinking, oh, man, you really, really hate your father while you stole out of his wallet. No, 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 no. As it, as it turns out, I loved my dad, and my dad was probably my best friend growing up until um, he got sick and then he passed away and stuff. But I'm talking about when I was, like, 10, 11, <laughs> um, 9 or something. I can't remember what it was. But, um, you know, the whole conversation just didn't have to happen. I could just go grab it. <laughs> and I did that maybe three or four times, I think. And, um, you know, I, I, I think back to that and I'm saying, like, nobody taught me to steal. Nobody taught me to take. Like, there was nothing that I remember in my history that would say that, yeah, somebody literally told me that. IMCM. Yo, what's up? Check it out. Now, I know that you were listening. Hopefully you were listening, but check it out. That was part one of this. This is going to be a new thing where I try not to bore people for a whole hour <laughs> on end. Well, at least some people. So you know what you can do? Come back in and check out. It'll be under the same name. It'll be part B. Okay, so this will be part one. And then just look out for part B of this episode. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. MCM out. You're probably right. Take care. Hey, come check out You Probably Right podcast. Society is getting more unpredictable every day, but at the same time, predictable in its unpredictability. Say that four times real fast. Come with me as I attempt to find clarity in all the fog while staying way outside the box and kicking the box way down the road with my size 12 docks. <laughs> I use the Bible, experience, education, fortune, misfortune, life's lessons, life's mistakes to sort through all the mess. I talk about news, God, uh-oh, yeah, God, self-help, sports, sickness, health, music, parenting, love, humbleness, hurt, pain, joy, and all the things that might make you say, hmm, I never thought of it that way. Hopefully, anyway. Also, I take a stab at answering tough and not so tough questions. And all the while, understand that, listen, sometimes you end up in the hot seat and there's no thermostat. Well, that's how it is here. And because there's no topic, well, very few topics off the table. Torontonians will understand that Doug Ford reference there. <laughs> Hopefully the podcast will be helpful and uplifting. And hey, maybe you'll find your own private Idaho here somewhere. Hope to see you soon.